Now time for the BCHL Podcast, presented by Subway. Here's Finn Williams to end the game to the floor. Yeah. He scores! There's a backdoor play. What a goal! Zach Michaelis! Rolling puck in front. Tied up in skate. Rowan Clark with a heroic save. My goodness, Rowan Clark. What did you eat for pregame? Real balls, real shoot scores! Patrick for Nick Real. Donaldson driving the goal, wrapping around. He scores! Brilliant goal by Sean Donaldson. Schleppi to the goal. Once again, he scores! Oh my word, Tyler Schleppi with a dandy! Three on one. A move. Vito back to a move. What a save by May. Coming across with the left leg. My goodness. Hey there. Welcome to the BCHL podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Adamson. After a few weeks off for the holidays, we are back with another brand new episode with two great interviews for you. But before we get to that, I want to remind everybody that the BCHL podcast is sponsored by Subway. Subway is a longtime partner of the BCHL, and we thank them for their continued support. All right, on today's show, we speak with a pair of guests that are making news at their respective level. Uh, First up, we speak with University of Denver forward and former Vernon Viper, Brett Stapley, who is fresh off of earning National Player of the Month in the NCAA, Conference Player of the Month in the NCHC, and just for good measure, Forward of the Week in the NCHC as well. On top of that, we have an interview with the BCHL's December 1st Star of the Month, and that is Trail Smoke Eaters forward, Zach Michaelis. First up, we speak with Stapley, who is in his senior season at DU. Uh, So far this year, he is averaging over a point per game. He has 22 points in 18 contests, or 8 goals and 14 assists. Prior to joining Denver, he spent three years in the BCHL, from 2015 to 2018, all of which was spent with the Vernon Vipers. We caught up with Stapley to talk about his recent accolades with the National Player of the Month, We cover his four years at the University of Denver, his three years in the BCHL, and we also reflect on the summer of 2018 when he was drafted in the seventh round by the Montreal Canadiens. All right, Brett, uh, it's been uh, quite a week for you. You were named uh, the National Player of the Month in college hockey, Conference Player of the Month, Forward of the Week in the NCHC. Um, How does it feel to get this kind of recognition for your uh, performance on the ice? Uh, it feels great. It always uh, feels nice to get some recognition and uh, have some personal success while the team's having success as well. So this has probably been the, the best stretch of your, your college hockey career so far um, over the past few weeks or so. You, you now have 22 points in 18 games on the season. Uh, what do you think has been working so well for you? How, you? how have you been able to be so productive on the ice? I think uh, our line has just really been able to grow and um, get used to each other's skill sets. And um, I think it's starting to uh, translate onto the ice. So for those that don't know, who is your line? Who have you been playing with this year? Uh, Ryan Barrow and Jack Devine. And what is it about those two guys and maybe their skill sets uh, and yours? Like why, why does it mesh so well together? What's, what's the, uh, the secret ingredient there for you guys? I think, uh, I mean, at the college level, you have a lot of time to practice together and get used to each other's games. And I think um, now we're starting to realize, you know, what each other are going to do with the puck at all times. And 
I mean, really just bonding, creating some chemistry there as uh, any other hockey players would, would know how that works. So part of your, your great month of December was a game against Arizona State. You scored your first career NCAA hat trick. You had a four-point night. Uh, how special was that night for you and, and to, to kind of reach that milestone? Yeah, it was fun. Things were just clicking, and um, we actually swept that weekend. So, I mean, overall, it was just a good weekend down in uh, Arizona there. So you've always been a productive player in college, but you seem to have taken another step in your development this year. Um, what you're, you're at over a point a game, like I mentioned. What do you think has allowed you to take that step and, and maybe grow your game even more? Um, honestly, I think just spending more time in the weight room and having more time here in Denver in the offseason. I was um, fighting to come back from another um, injury, so I, I had to spent a lot of time doing physiotherapy and, and that type of thing. So, I mean, while I was doing that, I think I just overall had a lot more time with, uh, in, in the weight room and on the ice. So I want to go back uh, to your BCHL days as well. Obviously, it's a BCHL podcast. So uh, you played three years in the league from 2015 to 2018 with the Vernon Vipers. Um, specifically, your first year in the league, how did you find the jump from, from going to uh, playing major midget like you were the year before and then jumping into the BCHL as a full-time player? Uh, I definitely found it difficult. I mean, I went from midget to junior A like many guys do, and I think it's just a big adjustment for some guys. Um, not everyone, but you know, you go from playing against younger guys to being 15 or 16 and playing against the oldest guys in the league. So, I mean, it's definitely adjustment and, you know, there's some time there to get used to it. Yeah. You, uh, you entered the league fairly young. You managed to play three seasons, but still, uh, left for college after your 18 year old year. So, um, as a player who, who came in and made that jump fairly early in his career, do you think it was, was helpful for your overall development to kind of, um, get yourself uh, in the deep end there at an early age and, and learn the, the junior game, um, at a younger age? Yeah. I mean, I think so. I was in, I mean, I was fortunate enough to be in really good hands there in Vernon and, uh, that's, you know, I would say that it helped me getting in uh, younger than later. So after your rookie year, um, you had back-to-back really productive seasons. You totaled 109 points in 104 games over those final two years. Uh, so obviously things went, went pretty well for you for, from a personal point of view. But when you look back on your time in Vernon overall and your experience in the BCHL, what, what stands out to you? I mean, the playing in that division in the interior and just throughout the BCHL was so much fun. And, um, you know, a lot of like guys always look back on juniors, like it was a great time and it was, and it was, it was fun to play with the teams that we did in Vernon and, um, build relationships with those guys. And I mean, we, we had some pretty good squads and I think looking back on it, it was just, you know, it was huge for my personal development and, you know, my life. So, so during that time, um, I know I was speaking with, uh, Vipers play by play man, uh, Graham Turnbull. He mentioned, uh, that you formed a pretty, uh, pretty formative line there when your time there was Steven Jandrick and, uh, Jimmy Lambert who have gone, gone on to play college hockey as well. Uh, what was it like playing with those two guys? Oh, it was great. I mean, those are two really good players and, 
I think uh, we just developed some chemistry playing together so much. You play a lot more games in the BCHL. So, I mean, uh, nothing but good things. And then when it came time to make that jump uh, to college hockey, as I mentioned, after your 18-year-old season, um, how, how do you feel you were prepared for, for college hockey in that tra- transition? Like, what did uh, the BCHL and your coaches there and the league in general, what did it do for your development to make sure that you were ready uh, when it came time to make that jump to college? I think the speed and skill made sure I was ready um, of the league. And uh, playing the BCHL for the length that I did the amount of time, the amount of games, I think it was crucial to adjust to my adjustment to the NCAA. So that, that same summer, um, not only were you making the jump to college, uh, it was also a pretty big milestone to you because you were, you were drafted in the seventh round by the Montreal Canadiens at the NHL entry draft. Um, obviously talking to guys who've gone through, um, gone through that experience, it's, it's a special day, but from, from your perspective, what, what, what are your memories from that day and, and kind of what, what was it like for you getting that news? Definitely, obviously a huge honor, um, being drafted by a prestigious organization. Um, I was really just hanging out with the guys in Denver because um, we came down in the summer to do workouts and uh, some school before the real season started. And uh, we were all just hanging out at the, at the dorms. And yeah, it was definitely a special moment sharing with those guys. And then since then, what have your interactions been with like like with the team have you been able to attend any development camps i know that those have kind of been um off and on the last couple of years because of covid but uh ha- have you been able to attend any camps are you in contact much with them at this point uh what's that relationship like right now yeah i i attended a development camp but i was injured so uh, i didn't do any of the on ice stuff but um you know, i i keep a pretty close relationship with rob ramage their player development uh guy and i talked to him here or there well i know you didn't get to play because you were injured which is too bad but uh what was it like being in that environment i know you got to go so uh just being around uh an nhl team an nhl environment what did that experience do for you it was really cool being around uh those pro guys for that amount of time and just seeing how everyone goes about their day with practice workouts games um, it's definitely, definitely cool experience. So hard to believe that it's uh, your final year of college hockey. I know I, uh, I started covering the league part-time back, uh, in your final year of junior and, and now you're, you're four years into your college career. So, uh, obviously the, the university of Denver is, is now a big part of your life, but, um, w- what did the school and the hockey program mean to you now that you're nearing the end of your time there and that you've spent almost uh, four full years there? Yeah, it means everything to me. I mean, uh, just being able to be here this long um, feels like time has definitely flied by. Um, I just say don't don't waste a minute of it. Enjoy all of, all of it as best you can. And yeah, it's, it means everything to me. The last question before I let you go, um, I was going to ask you what, what would be the best way to cap off your college career, but I'm pretty sure I know the answer to that would be, uh, with, <laughs> with a national championship. That's a pretty easy, uh, easy answer. So, uh, I guess what I'll ask you instead is, is what would it mean to you to actually accomplish that and, and go on and, and go all the way with the team this year and especially in your final season. That would be pretty amazing. Um, winning it in the, in the last year, that'd be 
obviously pretty special. And with our group of guys this year, I mean, it'd mean everything to us. Um, we're just going to keep working towards that. All right, Brett. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Really appreciate it. Um, gra- uh, glad to see uh, all your success this year and uh, best of luck down the stretch. Yeah, thanks for having me. What would you call a new crispy chicken sidekick made by Subway sandwich experts? With seasoned chicken breast free from artificial flavors, a crispy golden brown coating, and freshly prepared just for you? At Subway, we call it the complete package. Introducing our new crispy chicken sidekick. Only $3.99, only at Subway, and only here for a limited time. Subway, eat fresh. Freshly prepared for your order. Limited time at participating restaurants. Extras additional plus tax. Big thank you to Brett Stapley for joining the podcast. Moving on to our second interview, we speak with Trail Smoke Eaters forward Zach Michaelis. As I mentioned at the top of the show, Michaelis was recently named the first star of the month in the BCHL for the month of December. During that month, he had seven goals and eight assists for 15 points in just eight games. Michaelis is new to the BCHL this year after spending time in recent years playing in the USHL and the North American Hockey League. So we speak to him about uh, the transition coming out west, some of the differences between the leagues. Uh, And we also get into his hot start this year. And we get into a few other subjects like his playing style, his uh, friendly rivalry with a certain teammate, and his love for his hometown Minnesota Vikings. All right, Zach, you're new to the BCHL this year. This is your first season in the league after spending time in the USHL, the North American Hockey League the past few years. Uh, how have you found the transition uh, to play in the BCHL? Um, I thought I feel like the transition hasn't been uh, too bad. I mean, obviously, um, the last couple of years I've juggled around between uh, the USHL and the North American League. So, I mean, I've definitely had some junior experience, but I mean, I feel like the when it comes to the BCHL, the pace is uh, a, a lot higher than it, you could say than like like a North American league or something. But I feel like it's a lot more of like a skill and like possession game, and I feel like that fits my game a lot better too. Yeah, you, you kind of just answered this, but I'm uh, just wondering if there's anything else. I was going to ask you how the BCHL does differ from some of those other junior leagues. You mentioned the pace and and the skill. Are there any other ways that the BCHL is different than maybe some of the other leagues that you played in in recent years? Um, no, I think I already kind of touched on it. I feel like it's a very fast league compared to some of the others. And I feel like the skill, um, is, I mean, there's a lot of high end skill players in this league. And I feel like in other junior leagues, it doesn't, you don't really get a, you could say a whole lot of that, but I feel like in the British Columbia league, obviously it's a, it's a very fast paced and a very high skilled game. So you, like I mentioned, you, you're new to the league this year and you, you decided to join the trail smoke eaters. What was it about, uh, yep. the, the smoke eaters organization that made you want to, um, come play there? Yeah. So, I mean, um, coach Fraggle reached out, um, kind of in the summer. Um, and I kind of, t- he, we had the conversations with him and like my family and stuff, and it just seemed like a really good fit. I mean, my, uh, I've known some players who have played here in the past and everything. And, um, I got a good chance to meet the owner too, like kind of before I, um, committed here to trail and it, we had a great conversation and everything and yeah I, I just felt like it was it, it would be a great fit to come here and i've loved it here so far up here in trail 
Yeah, and you seem to have caught on quite quickly since you uh, since you've joined. You've been very productive so far. You're over a point per game, thirty points in twenty five, uh, just a point back of the team lead in scoring. And uh, you were just named first star of the month for December as well. So th- obviously things have been going well. Uh, why do you think you've been able to come in and, and have so much success so far, uh, seemingly right away? Um, I feel like I've, I mean, I've, I've, ever since I came in, I'm. I mean, I feel like we have a really good team so far. I mean, obviously, everybody that I've been playing with, kind of my line. I mean, you can look at kind of like my line right now with Brady Hunter and Corey Cunningham. We've, I mean, we found really good chemistry, and you know, they're, those are two great players too. So we've kind of been able to feed off each other, and you know, and produce offensively and stuff. And yeah, it's been great just playing with those two guys. I feel like that that's helped, and I feel like just kind of like my confidence level. I mean, I kind of started off the year pretty strong, and so ever since then, it's kind of just carried on in each game. Each game and each practice, I just feel more and more confident. Yeah, you're uh, you're also one of the top goal scorers in the league. You have uh, the sixth most sixth most goals with 18. Um, so for those that haven't had a chance to to watch a lot of trail games, what type of a goal scorer do you think you are? Are you a, a big shooter, a net front guy, more of an all around guy? How do you see yourself? I see myself as more of kind of a shooter. I mean, I feel, um, I feel like my game it's it's more driving to the net, you know, using like a, my speed and I, you could say like, a, like my big, like a bigger frame to get to the net, but I also feel confident, you know, like on the power play and um, attacking off the rush, you know, shooting pucks from outside the top of the circle. So I feel like as a goal scorer, it's a lot of just shoot shots from the slot and um, being able to drive to the net and bang it in. <laughs> So yeah, I mentioned earlier that you were a point back of the team lead and, and the player who's actually leading the way is your line mate, Brady Hunter. You're just uh, yep. a point back. Like I said, uh, I've been told uh, some, some inside information. I've been told that you have a bit of a friendly rivalry with him, um, specifically when it comes to who's the faster player. Uh, am I right about yeah. that? Can you, can you explain that situation? I mean, yeah, a little bit. I mean, we don't, <laughs> we don't really make it a big deal, but I mean, uh, when I was interviewing our, uh, our TV broadcaster here in trail, Ben Phillips, he was uh, asking me about that. And I mean, I, you could, I guess you could say it's a somewhat of a rivalry, but I mean, I don't really think it's a very big deal. I mean, him don't really think too much of it. So are you, are you faster than him or what? <laughs> I mean, I'd say, I am, okay, but I don't okay. know if he's going to say something different, but okay. I don't know. Well, we might have to get out on the blue line one day and <laughs> race. But. Well, I'll have to interview him next and then see what he says. Yeah, you're going to have to. <laughs> uh, so I, I also hear that you're a big football guy, too. Um, you are, uh, you're from Minnesota, so uh, specifically yep. the, the Vikings. Um, this year was oh, pro- yeah. probably a tough one for you, considering they're out of the playoffs. But being from Minnesota and a Vikings fan, who are some of your favorite guys from the team? Um, I, I'm see, I'm a big Kirk Cousins guy. I mean, I know a lot of Minnesota fans aren't huge on him, but I don't know. I, I believe in our quarterback, even though he disappoints us every once in a while. But, <laughs> and obviously I'm a big, you know, like Justin Jefferson, Delvin Cook, Adam Thielen, all those guys are my boys, but, uh, I don't know. Tough year this year, but I think we'll, we'll, we'll get back on the horse next year. Are you too young to, I, I know you're aware of it, but are you, are you too young to, to remember the Randy Moss days? Oh yeah. I mean, well, obviously I know all about him yeah. now, but um, when I was younger, I didn't really know a whole lot, but no, I mean, I, uh, I was kind of getting old enough when Brett Favre came over to the Vikes. So I was a huge Brett Favre fan when he was on the Vikings and, but no, I love watching old Randy Moss videos when he was on the bikes. So is this the, the Vikings fandom? Is that something that you got from your parents? Is your family, your parents, big, big football people as well? Or is it something you um, kind of yeah. did on your own? No, no, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say big, we're not a huge football family, but like we definitely will tune in and watch the bikes, but 
well, my dad played football too. And so, yeah, I mean, obviously it's the hometown team. Um, I know there's a lot of people who are, you know, there's a decent amount of Packers fans in Minnesota and everything, but no, we're, uh, I'm a strictly hometown guy, twins, baseball, wild hockey, Vikings, and Timberwolves. <laughs> so are you, uh, speaking of the Minnesota wild, are you a big Kirill uh, Kaprizov guy? Oh, huge, yeah. huge. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So, uh, moving on, uh, back to the BCHL, uh, one of the, the newest teams in the league is the Cranbrook bucks. Uh, I know you and your teammates are very familiar with them. Uh, I believe you guys have already played them eight times this year, which I think, yeah. I think is yeah. your, your full slate against them. And some of your teammates yeah. who were in the, in the league last year played them another 10 times in the pod season. So, uh, mm-hmm. they're your closest geographical opponent. Um, obviously there's a, a rivalry now given the amount of times you've played each other. So what can you say? about that rivalry between the two teams? I mean, it's fun. It's been fun. I mean, well, we played them eight times and I think we played them three times in preseason. So we've got them a lot this year, but, uh, I mean, every time we go to their place, it's always buzzing. There's always uh, guys chirping from the stands and everything. It's kind of the same thing when, when we come back to trail, it's, I mean, everybody knows when Cranbrook's coming to town. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice rivalry to have, but uh, it's been fun to play them. So you and Cranbrook are find yourselves neck and neck in the standings. You're fifth and sixth place, respectively, in the interior. Uh, I know you've had a few games postponed this week, but uh, well, what do you need to do in the second half here to make up some ground on those teams ahead of you in the standings like Cranbrook and like Prince George that are kind of bunched up in the middle of there? I mean, I think we kind of just got to come together. I mean, coaches really kind of talked about it. I mean, we've, I mean, there have been games this year where we've, I mean, we've been, we feel like we've been the best team in the league and then there's other games where, you know, it's not the best. So I think it's kind of something we got to work on kind of like our consistency when it comes to a full 60 minute game, every, every single game. That's kind of something our coaches have really been preaching on. And I feel like once we figure that out, I mean, we're a team that can keep with everyone. And then uh, last question for you here. Uh, so you're currently not committed to a, a Div 1 program, but I would imagine that's yep. in the works given your uh, your strong play this year. Uh, so when it comes down to making that decision, what are you looking for in a school? Like what would be the best fit for you ideally um, for for a school to, to go play college hockey? Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm really not looking for, I mean, I'm kind of trying to just collect, you know, options right now. And I'm just kind of looking for someone that's going to, have the best fit for me when it comes to the school. And I mean, um, I know my parents are going to want a school that offers a lot of like, uh, um, like tutoring and stuff and just like a lot of uh, um, school help for me. Just so I'm doing well there. And I'm looking for a spot where I can just come in and play and, you know, just be an impact player, you know, and just come in and play and try to do whatever to help the team to win. That's really kind of all the things I'm really looking for in a school right now. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, really appreciate it. Um, congrats on your your play, uh, first star of the month and uh, best of luck uh, the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you very much. All right, that is a wrap on another episode of the BCHL podcast. A huge thank you to all of my guests, Brett Stapley from the University of Denver, and Zach Michaelis from the Trail Smoke Eaters, who you just heard from. Another huge thank you to our presenting sponsor, Subway. Uh, thanks again for your support of the BCHL and the BCHL podcast. And finally, a shout out to our producer, Greg Ballack, for putting this thing together behind the scenes. Just a quick note, if you aren't already aware, the BCHL has made some scheduling changes this week. 
Uh, so to stay up to date on the schedule, be sure to check bchl.ca uh, for all the scheduling changes as well as uh, BCHL social media. And we are at BC Hockey League on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope everyone had a great holiday and was able to spend it with family. And uh, we'll talk to you again very soon. We'll be right back.